Welcome to today's Road Rant. I'm your host, Conrad, and today we're going to be discussing what I understand to be the differences between the Dragon Age and Fantasy Age magic systems, and kind of discussing where I stand on the topic of uh, magic in Strayhorn. Um, Both systems are based on the AGE system, the Adventuring Adventure Game Engine. Um, It's a 3D6 engine that whole thing, hitting target numbers and whatnot. Um, In Dragon Age, almost everything having to do with magic is based off of your magic ability modifier and your cunning score. Okay, seriously, dude. Um, (laughs) Yay for Road Rant. Um, Anyways, so casting spells is based off of magic, um, and it's you, you choose spells in Dragon Age, similar to how you do in D&D. You uh, choose your spell, and it doesn't have any correlation to any other spell, unless there are prerequisites. Um, in which case, it is similar to Fantasy Age. However, let's say you want you to cast um, Animate Dead, which is a high-level uh, entropy spell. And in order to have that, you need to be able to cast Virulent, Virulent, I can't even pronounce this stupid thing, Virulent Walking Bomb. And in order to cast Virulent Walking Bomb, you need to be able to cast uh, Walking Bomb. So you need to be able to cast one spell, then another spell, and then a higher spell to cast the, the ultimate spell. Kind of tiered. Um, but again, you can pick and choose spells as you want, only having to deal with the... Um, each spell individually. You only have to deal with prerequisites. Whereas Fantasy Age is based off of the arcane talent system. Um, whereas rogues, warriors, and mages all have access to regular talents, um, which are class-restricted in a way. Um, with mages have an additional talent type called arcane magic talent, arcane talents. So let's say you want to play a cleric in Fantasy Age. Well, in Fantasy Age, you take the Healing Arcana talent. And let's say you want to have a little bit of fighting, uh, so you take the Fire or the uh, Electric uh, Arcana talent for your first two Arcane talents. Now, in, in Dragon Age, you get to choose. You can choose, say, Sleep, Heal, and Fire, and Firebolt. Um, you choose those three spells. They come from different classes, uh, categorizations, similar to 5th edition. Um, Fantasy Age doesn't have that. Fantasy Age is you choose the healing arcane talent, and you choose the fire arcane talent. And the arcane talent for fire has two novice spells, um, you know, uh, and then the healing talent has two other novice spells. And you gain those automatically. You choose that talent, you gain those two spells. Always will happen. Okay? And then you hit, say, level... uh, I want to say level 2 or 3. I can never remember off the top of my head. But level 2 or 3, you have the option of gaining another tier, a.k.a. going from novice to journeyman in one of your previous talents. So you could either go to uh, journeyman heal or journeyman fire, or you can gain the novice... 
uh, tier in a, in a third um, arcane talent. So say wood or earth. Uh, let's say your defenses are kind of low, you're getting hit a lot, you want to go to earth. So you can take uh, rock armor, right? So at level two or three, um, you would gain novice in earth. So you'd have six spells total uh, as opposed to five spells if you upgraded to a journeyman level in one of the other two classes. I like that. Uh, to me, that um, takes some of the choice away from the player, uh, aka you can't mix and match like you would in D&D. But at the same point in time, it gives a player the option to more fully concentrate on the role-playing aspects of a class. Uh, you want to play Luke, for example. Luke wants to play a cleric. He loves playing clerics. He loves playing healers. He loves being the backup character, the support guy who makes just makes the group click. So at level one, Luke could take uh, novice in heal and novice in heroic arcana. And heroic arcana is awesome because it literally turns you into a freaking bard. You're just handing out points of bonus to everybody around you for various things. Or retroactively, you can, uh, you know, one of the arcanas, it might even be heroic, allows you to create disadvantage on, on certain die rolls for opponents. So he could be a cleric bard who's just, you know, doing stuff. Or on the other term, you can play a, a, a red mage, say from Final Fantasy, where you decide to go for fire and heal. So you're, you're doing a little bit of light, you're doing a little bit of dark, and you're in that center range. Or you can play a black mage where all you're doing is like uh, uh, shadow magic and fire and electrical. You're just damaging and damaging and trying to be sneaky. So you can play a white mage, uh, a red mage, and a black mage. Um, or a mixture of the two. I really like how the Fantasy Age system does it. Um, you ultimately get the same number of spells as you do in Dragon Age, but you can kind of front load your character when they gain a new uh, Arcana type. Now, you can take your Arcana types, so for example, let's go for Luke's Heroic Heal uh, to Arcana Talents, and he could just go Journeyman Master Heal, and he becomes a super heal guy. Major Cleric, and then he can go uh, after he's mastered uh, uh, the, the heal, he can decide to master heroics and then go, well, now that I'm level, you know, 10 or 11 or wherever I'm at, uh, I want to have maybe a little bit more boost. So I'm going to take the fate or the divination or something else that makes him even more um, support oriented. Or he could, you know, mix it up and go for fire or lightning or shadow or... You know, his character has, has come a slightly darker pact. Now, um, Dragon Age does it, again, very differently. Much more similar to what we're used to in D&D. Um, but with the prerequisites of spells that are harder to cast of a similar type, um, they also have something called foci uh, for those class, for those, for those spell types. So let's say you want to take... Um, the creation focus, which are things like uh, necromancy or, or uh, maybe, I guess maybe it was necromancy. But anyways, uh, and you want to become a necromancer who raises dead or a druid who shapeshifts. Well, they have a shapeshift specialization 
that allows you to cast spells that allow you to change your shape only, but you have to have this specialization talent, uh, which requires other, uh, like a constitution and a magic score of a certain type, which I like. We can easily adapt anything from Dragon Age to Fantasy Age. Um, I've found, um, I have found a conversion chart that this guy did uh, for, for Dragon Age where he converted like an additional like 12 or like 12 to 15 I want to say new arcana types including necromancy and sleep and force and um, shape-shifting and they still have some of those prerequisites of like you know you need to take a talent that allows you to shape-shift but Instead of having the prerequisite of if I want to cast Anime Dead, I need to have Verlo and Walking Bomb. No, you take you take the um, Entropy or uh, Necromancy Arcana talent, and at, lo- at the novice level you get Walking Bomb, and I can't remember what the other one is. I think it's like Siphon Life. And then at level at Journeyman you gain Verlo and Walking Bomb, and then Mastery you gain Raise Dead, Anime Dead. So, again, it allows you to choose to, to take that talent level up, but it kind of locks you in place. So you have this theme for your caster. Uh, if, say, for example, Luke wants to play a, a character whose cleric masters life and death. You know, he's literally that neutral cleric who, on one hand, is healing the sick. He's a miracle worker. He's raising the sick, you know, he's healing the sick, curing diseases, healing party members left and right, but then he's got this darker side where he's raising dead. D&D, you'd have to do that. Um, It's a little bit more, um, it's less clear that that's what you're doing, whereas in Fantasy Age, you you choose an arcane talent and you just go with it, and it, it shapes your character and helps you shape your character as you as you progress, um, I really like those. Now, getting into the magic systems themselves, they're almost identical. Um, they both base themselves off of a mage having a certain amount of magic points. At level one, it's ten plus your willpower plus one d six. At level two through level ten, you gain an additional willpower plus one d six. Or in the case of uh, uh, Dragon Age, it's magic plus 1d6. Um, and then once you get to level 11 through 20, you only gain your willpower. Basically means it's harder to gain more power, more spell points to cast those higher level spells. It makes those higher level spells um, that much more precious, shall we say. Um, spell points, uh, magic points for spells range anywhere from one for one to three for healing. You know, you can heal, you cast one to three magic points per casting of the heal spell. You can heal one to three D6 points of hit points. Okay? Now, on the top end of that, they, they range normally between two and I believe like 14 to 17 points. Now, the Miracle Worker is a specialization in, in Fantasy Age, uh, basically what I told Luke was Super Cleric. And they have this ability called Resurrect, which costs you 25 magic points, and it's the only way to bring somebody back from the dead. Which, if you've died, within two minutes of somebody casting this spell, they can bring you back to life. Past those that, that 120 seconds, 
you're gone. You're never coming back, aside from the DM saying that the gods brought you back. Which is, you know, freaking cool. I like that. I like the idea of, of death being a little bit more permanent, uh, that only certain people in the world, not like every cleric and every um, religious organization is going to have people who can raise the dead. Death is death. It doesn't, it doesn't bring you back unless you have the ability to quest to find somebody who has that ability and they join you within two minutes of your death really makes it hard um so those both of those um systems use magic points they both have spell stunts which we will go into stunts again i really got to get into the stunt aspect because stunts are what make this game so unique uh it's so awesome it, it, again it's another it's a storytelling tool that just makes the game seem that much cooler while keeping it super ultra simple. Um, both classes, both both systems, both Dragon Age and Fantasy Age, use magic points. They both have a spell power th uh, thing, which is kind of similar. It's actually almost exactly like the spellcast DC system of Dungeons and Dragons, uh, fifth edition, where if you're casting somebody casts sleep on you in Dragon Age, they have to pass a willpower test of a TN, aka uh, target number, of your spell of your spell power, which is usually 10 plus your willpower or intelligence or magic um, modifier, and uh, on top of that, there are certain focuses that make it so that they have to, um, you know, take penalties or give you bonuses to it. Where they deviate upon casting spells is Dragon Age has magic de derived from demons and devils. It's, it's inherently a more dangerous um, rule set. It's similar to how Warhammer Fantasy works for, for Tom and, and Eric, Jeremy and, and John. Um, where you're dealing with the void if you guys remember, where you, you cast low enough, you can fail a spell, and it doesn't hurt you. But if you roll badly, oh god, the, uh, the, the creatures from the other side will try to shred your soul. I kind of like that risk and reward. I would like to use that in the Fantasy Age game. I think it would work with Stravorn, um, with very little uh, need to tweak it. We could easily find a storytelling reason for why magic is so incredibly dangerous. I, I really like that idea. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to keep it, I think, with the arcane talent, which means you gain the two spells, plus the one at Journeyman, plus one at Master. Uh, I like that system. I think it works really well with giving characters, including... Guys like the Gun Mage. Tom wants to make a character that's, you know, uses a, a pistol as an arcane focus. Well, that guy would probably use stuff like fate and divination and 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 earth magic to kind of protect himself. And once you take those arcane talents, it definitely gives you that that sense that your character is going somewhere. Whereas, excuse me, if you're just picking spells at random, uh, it's harder to get that cohesive feel. I think. It's ultimately the same thing. You're ultimately gaining spells at the same rate. Uh, I just like the cohesive feel of the arcane talent. Um, I'm also going to be bringing in 
uh, either straight from Dragon Age or a slightly modified version of the Dragon Age uh, mishap casting table where if you guys roll badly enough on a casting die, magic backfires and bad stuff happens. Kind of like Wild Magic in 5th edition, sometimes magic just is not your friend. Um, and also, uh, probably looking more into it, some of the specializations from Dragon Age. Yes, Dragon Age doesn't get you your first specialization to level 6. Uh, Fantasy Age gives you your first specialization at level 4, but I think just dropping that down to level 4 would be fine from, the, from, the, from Dragon Age to Fantasy Age. Not a big deal. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Let me know what you guys think. I appreciate it. Uh, you guys listening, I know I've run a little bit long this time, but it's more of a regular podcast. So, uh, until next time, may all your rolls be crits.